Welcome to the Hyper Sloth Happy Hour with your hosts, Zigzag and Rufus. Coming to you live from planet Earth, courtesy of Smoke and Hits Records and Global Corp Industries. Now, grab a beer, put your feet up, and get ready for the Hyper Sloth Happy Hour. Never before have I turned on you when you look too good for me. You be I think I cut me in two and I just can't let you be. But it's a free for all and a hide of said, you can bet your life. Stakes are high and so am I. In the air tonight. <laughs> It's a rock and roll weekend here with the Zizzles as always, Rufus. What's up, bro? Man, I, f- I forgot what that intro sounded like. You forgot how weak that guy was since he doesn't have your pipe? <laughs> I don't His pipes are pretty good. I'm tired of my pipes. I'm bored of my uh, pipes. I like your pipe. Your pipe is long and strong. Uh, I, wish, uh, I wish my wife would say something like that to me every now and then. Hey, but she knows me too well. Pipe. You've laid that pipe too many times on her. She doesn't. She she's repulsed by your pipe now. Yeah, my pipe's repulsed as well. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, yeah, you know what? It's the fiftieth anniversary of Star Trek. Can you believe it? Is it really? Yeah, I heard that on the radio earlier. Seems like I guess either. I can believe it. Fifty years? That's pretty insane. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess it came out of the sixties, right? I don't know too much about Star Trek. Me neither. Me neither, really. About space? Just, uh, I, know, about I remember the episode, The Trouble with Tribbles. You remember that episode? I do, because the Tribbles were terribly cute. Yeah, well, I mean, I think I remember it more because, I mean, it, it was weird. There was a part of the show where they were seeing how many Tribbles they could fit in Kirk's ass, which I thought was interesting. <laughs> I thought it, I really thought that was way ahead of its time as far as uh, oh, sticking that. things. Goes. The triple conundrum. I think who was that? Who was that rumor about? Where was it? Warren Beatty or someone who they said like stuck a gerbil up their ass? Or am I yeah, just making yeah, I that? Up? Was, no, no, you're not making that up. Somebody else made it up, but that, that was the rumor. Yeah, that uh, I think it was Warren Beatty that had a gerbil stuck up his ass. Did they really make it up, Rufus? Do you think that really can you make something like that up, or does there have to be a kernel of truth in it somewhat? Uh, there has to be a gerbil of truth in it. And there, there might <laughs> a gerbil. What is a what is a a kibble of truth? What does a gerbil eat? <laughs> Apparently, colon meat. <laughs> Say other than the inside of Warren Beatty's asshole, where the weather is quite <laughs> fine. Oh, it is. It's, it's quite fine. Yeah, so you brought me 98.6 degrees or 96.8 <laughs> or whatever the human body yes. is supposed to run at. So how the hell have you been, Rufus? Talk to me. Tell me what's up. What's new What's new on the Rufus front? Uh, dude, there's really nothing new on my front. It's pretty much business as usual. 
I think your front is probably more interesting what with you know almost dying and then having a, a heavy pamphlet season kind of crop up in the okay. middle of that. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's been interesting, but I'm I'm glad to say that I've survived all things, and uh, I'm just looking forward to the future. I'm just looking forward to the future, Rufus. That's what I'm going to say from now on. Just looking forward yeah, to, uh, you know, Trump leading us out of this horrible crisis that we're in here in the United States, according to ignorant people who don't realize how good they have it. You know, so I'm really looking forward to that. To, to setting back well, America 50 years. I think that's going to be really good for us. I'm, I'm sure that he will have no problem leading us out of this crisis and, you know, directly into whatever the next crisis is going to be. It's just seeing this guy, seeing really, honestly, seeing who – I don't want to get all political on this show, but seeing who <laughs> he know, is – like, always knew. I know, because, because politicians are idiots, and the whole world is so screwed up. Politics – like screws up the whole world. If there was no politics, the world would be a fucking great place, really. If there wasn't people trying to pull the strings and like trick other people, the world could be a really, really nice place. But he, just the idea that his idea of like who he's appointing to his cabinet, he's uh, not like atrocious. draining the swamp. I mean, he talked about draining the swamp. He's like filling the swamp with. I don't know, like the worst kind of alligator you could put in a swamp, I think. Dude, it is it is shocking how, I mean, the peanut gallery that he's putting together is, it's like you couldn't even, you couldn't you couldn't come up with it on your own if you were just writing like no, a, you, you're right. a spoon. You couldn't make it up. It, you could not make it like, up. You couldn't make up putting the guy who runs Carl's Jr. is is the, the, the fucking... <laughs> You know what I mean? If Mad Magazine wrote a bit, what would happen if Trump was president? It would pretty much be exactly what's happening. It would be. It would be like David Duke as the Secretary of State, which we pretty much have with that Jeff Sessions guy. Uh, First of all, you're going to hire a guy from a fast food restaurant to be the Department of Labor head? Make it a successful fucking chain. I mean, Carl Jr., I mean, you got so you got the lowest of the fucking, the lowest one on the totem pole to be uh, your your Department of Labor person. You can't even get like a higher up in the hierarchy of fast food person. That's that's insulting. Like, like not even Carl Senior. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Right. Hey, hey, hey! Give me one second. I'm gonna switch headphones. The ones I'm using, I'm, I'm not liking. Hang on, two seconds. Can do. Do 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 they're too good. I mean, I can't hear anything outside. I can't hear my own voice when I'm talking to you. That that was the problem. Oh. I was afraid I sounded like an idiot. Gary, do you ever think about the – I don't know why I just thought of this, but the, the – well, I do because I was talking about making headphones out of coconuts, so that made me think of Gilligan's Island, obviously. But remember their little radio on Gilligan's Island? That was the one tough little radio. 
if you think yeah, about it. Yeah, they don't make it. them like that anymore. No, they don't. They don't. You know, here's here's something they don't make like anything anymore is dishwashers, Rufus. Because I've been through three dishwashers in a year. And, Jesus Christ. And we hardly ever use it. Because it's always broken, obviously. So we can never use it. Is it like but, a Sanyo or some weird off-brand? This first thing I want to tell you is don't ever buy any Samsung appliance. They're garbage. Uh-oh. They're fucking garbage. Okay. And if you do buy anything, don't buy it from Sears because they suck too. Because their idea of a warranty is like, oh, your warranty's up, but we'll warranty it for another year for 230 bucks. What the fuck? Yeah, I'm like, for 400 I can have a brand new fucking dishwasher with a three-year warranty. Why would I pay you $200 to warranty this one for another year and it keeps breaking like every four months? We have, I think we have a Whirlpool, and it wasn't too long ago, uh, just a couple of months ago, that the wife complained that it was leaking. And I was like, well, that's weird because whenever I do the dishes, I'd never notice it leaking. You know, what, what the fuck's going on? She's like, I, I swear uh-huh. you was leaking. And, of course, she doesn't believe me. So I was like, all right, fucking Jesus. So I took out... I, I took out the entire fucking dishwasher. I took it all out. I ran right. a cycle with all the tubes hanging out to see where the leak was. There's no fucking leak anywhere. And I told her, I'm like, look, there's no goddamn fucking leak in this machine. I said, w- w- why do you think there's a leak? She said, well, there's always water running all over the floor and stuff when I do dishes. But it turns out she's just a, a fucking slob, but she does dishes. <laughs> she gets water everywhere. I knew you were I mean, going to say that. She's like she's putting full cups of water and dumping them over into the yes. fucking dishwasher. And I, I noticed it because I noticed that, like, I, I followed, once I got the dishwasher out, I could see a stain of, like, where the water was coming from. And it was just coming right. from, like, the front of the sink where you would stand and spill shit <laughs> all over yourself. And kind of, it was trickling down, following the path of the uh, the, the island there. Enough out. to ruin the cabinet front. Yeah, Swell it yeah, up exactly. nice and big. <laughs> Everything's going to rot, but at least the dishwasher right. doesn't actually leak. My mom was telling me that she she's had this, her dishwasher just broke down, too, actually. That's what made me think of dishwashers. And uh, mm. I got her a new dishwasher for Christmas. Oh, and nice. I was, and she, I said, I know how to hook it up because I've hooked up three of them in the last year. Well, my mom had the world's worst fucking install you could ever even ask for on a fucking dishwasher. So I let her blind cousin Kenny do it, and he he actually did a pretty good job if you don't mind that it's cockeyed and like half in and half out. (laughs) That's what she said. Cockeyed? Half in and half out. Yeah, my mom was telling me that she had the same dishwasher for 20 years. And I'm like, well, of course you do, Mom, because it should just be called a cabinet. Because my mom will wash every dish to the yeah. point where you could just eat off of it again and put it in the dishwasher. I'm like, why would you even use a dishwasher? Now you're just wasting energy. It's probably cleaner when it when it goes in. Dude, my wife does the same thing. This happened to me tonight. I mean, I guess this is why she gets so much water on the floor. But, like, I'll open the dishwasher. Everything's sparkling clean. I'll pull something out. She's like, no, that's dirty. I haven't washed them yet. Correct. I'm like, well, obviously you have by hand. You have the opposite in my house. Maybe that's why I go through so many. My wife, like, takes the dishes and is, like, puts them in the dishwasher, basically. And that's probably why they get ruined. And you can open it up and you're like, is 
clean or dirty because it's still got so much shit all over it, you can't tell the difference. Now, okay, now here's the deal. Sometimes, like, I, I, I get a dish out that does have something on it, like some cheddar cheese, which is impossible to get off a fucking plate. And even after it's been washed, you know, my wife will be like, no, that's dirty. And I'm like, well, no, it's not dirty. That's This cheese that's on it has also been washed. So that cheese is clean, too. <laughs> I'm just going to take the cheese off and use the plate. And she's like, no, 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 you can't do that. Uh, we don't eat spinach at my house anymore because it doesn't come off plates very good either. So we've just outlawed pretty much all vegetables. Cheese is fine, like you said, because cheese, cheese can be washed and then cracked off in one whole piece. <laughs> yeah. you, just, like, you put it right in the trash, it's still hard. You're like, oh, yeah, that's, that's fine. As long you ever take a quarter pocket. out of your pocket? I'm taking a quarter <laughs> out of my pocket to scrape off some cheese. Nothing like scraping off some cheese off of a plate and cutting underneath your fingernail with it. <laughs> that's, why they, that's why they call it sharp cheddar. <laughs> oh, nice. How do we not have a, uh, a what is, they don't really call that a rim shot, do they? I think they do. That dinner, Do they? Yeah, it's not technically a rim shot, but I think that's what they call it. Why? I mean, how could you turn that into something so dirty? Why did they have to ruin the term rim shot? Oh, wait, they know. didn't. Rim job. I have somehow <laughs> made rim shot into rim job. Oh, boy. That's the pot talk. Oh, is that right? It is. The pot is in full effect, my friend. Hey, the home hey before, before, I'm done. Before, we seg- What's that? before we segue before we segue out of the, the home appliance topic, I do. Okay. I have something to say about home appliances. At my family's hunting cabin, cabin, there's a a refrigerator there that my grandparents got used as a wedding present when they were married in 19, you know, what the fuck ever. And that thing has been running constantly ever since. And it's been repaired once since they got it. And it's at our hunting cabin right now, plugged in all the time, running just fine. So... I just, how, I many beers, you're, how many beers do you think has, that thing has cooled? Oh, God, countless. Infinite. I mean, take a guess. Just, I mean, like a guess. Do you ever guess? Do you ever think to yourself, I wonder how many beers I've had in my lifetime? And I'm like, no, I don't no, know. 5,000 or like 150,000? really have no idea. I usually ask myself that the next day, about the day before. God, how many beers did I have last night? Can you ever remember? No. So I, I, I try to reenact the night before so I can figure it out. You just start one beer at a time. I know I had a beer sitting in this chair. So you crack a beer and sit in the chair. Then you just kind of follow the before you know you're trying to remember the day before. It's like you like I've retraced my beers. <laughs> Retreat your beers. That's usually how I find my keys. <laughs> well, I wish I could say the same. I've been retracing my beers for years. And I have no idea where my keys are. <laughs> yeah, but they're in your car, of course, in the ignition. <laughs> you have no regard for human life. No, 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 of course not. Hey, we said it before, we said it again, we'll say it again that, you know, driving drunk is awful, but driving with the shakes is a hell of a lot more dangerous. No That's doubt. That's true. That's true. 
I mean, I'm being honest. I'd rather have a person who had a couple beers in their system than someone who's been on a four day bender that's trying to go dry behind the wheel. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Not not a doubt. Not a doubt in my mind who's the fucking got more control of their faculties in that situation. Usually, well, usually at that point, they need the beer to have control of their faculties. So, I mean, they're... That's what they're, I mean. That's prime. what I mean. Your, your mind is going like 800 million miles an hour because it's been plied with beer for 14 years straight. Then you decide <laughs> you're going to quit cold turkey. No, that, you'll, that doesn't work. No, it doesn't. That's how people die. Check the internet. It almost killed my dad. My dad's a uh, recovering alcoholic, and he he quit cold turkey, man, and he ended up in the hospital. It's crazy. Fuck yeah. I can see that. I mean, I've been on a bender before, like a four-month bender. And sure. just was like, bender's got a, time to get into pamphlet season. Better lay off the beer for a while. And that lasts about six and a half hours. Well, it's, and you're like, oh, it's hard to come off for pamphlet season. Well, it's got to be hard to come off a bender into a stressful time. I mean, it's like I'm going to sober up for the most stressful time of the year. That doesn't really work well. Doesn't. It doesn't. It's it's a recipe for failure. That's why I plan it that way. That way, ah. I say, well, when pamphlet season's over, I'll really get straightened out, no doubt. And then you're like, why bother? Got got through this pamphlet season just fine. That's right. Then you have to celebrate. Like seeing shit and whatnot. I mean, that's what happens. Or he was just like having physical withdrawal symptoms. Oh, no. He went through the whole, all the DTs and shit. I mean, seizures and stuff. What's crazy is, so he had a, he always drank, you know, but like, like responsibly, like we do. He kept a right. bottle of whiskey under the seat of his truck, and he just took nips. And a bottle of whiskey would last him like a week or two weeks. But then he took right. early retirement. He got bored, That's and so he was drinking. Yeah, he was drinking like a bottle of whiskey a day. And I he realized on his own. That's what retirement's so, about. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> but I he realized on his own. He's like, he's like, "That's enough of this." So he just quit. And then right. my parents were driving to the coast for a vacation, and, like, on the highway, he fucking had a, a seizure. He just fucking had a seizure. Like, while they're driving, my mom had to, like, scurry the car over to the side and call oh. an ambulance and a helicopter yeah. and shit. No fucking and way. Was, oh, yeah, yeah. And so he was in the hospital for weeks, like, detoxing and having hallucinations and losing his fucking mind and shit. And, uh, no shit? Yeah. Yeah, they just didn't I mean, put him on a bunch of fucking foot. downers and say, or like, give him some fucking whiskey and be like, hey, dude, you got to taper off this shit. They just let him fucking rough it out in the hospital like that? Well, they gave him, you know, meds and stuff. I mean, there's like certain meds for that. Right. But still, I mean, it's a rough ride because, I mean, your body's just like, was, oh, shit, you know. Dude, I, you know what? I can. I know that I withdrew from alcohol. I can tell you exactly when it was. All right? It was at Roehampton. And my, my friend Nick, you remember Nick? He was getting married. And I was the best man at his wedding. And for like the three weeks leading up to that, it was like drink every fucking night. And then 
like the week of his wedding, it was like drink all day and all night, every fucking day. Right. And after the wedding, I remember coming back to Roehampton, right? And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so fucking tired. You know, I've been drunk for weeks, and I just want to fucking <laughs> yeah. go to sleep. And I could not fucking fall asleep, right? Yeah. And, it, and I know now, looking back, I'm like, oh, my God, I was withdrawn from alcohol. Because I was having, when I would fall asleep, I'd have these weird fucking dreams, dude. Like nothing you have ever even thought of in your life. Wow. And they were, it was like scary. And, you know, I, I mean, I realize now that I couldn't sleep for like two days. Because obviously I was probably withdrawing from alcohol, I would imagine. Oh yeah. Or I just had smoked too much crack. Hey, there's no such thing as too much crack. That's true. That's what she said. <laughs> so that's my withdrawing from alcohol story. Not as not as flavorful as your dad's, but uh what a fucking scary thing, man. What you know what? I mean that's why a lot of people keep drinking. Because imagine knowing that that's what's waiting for you six hours after, or well, I mean like 12 or 15 hours after having your last drink. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, you see, you watch Intervention, you see the guys, they get the shakes and shit, and they just, they're like, oh man, it's coming on, I better fucking stop it. (laughs) I mean, it's the scary part is where, how can you, like, I mean, these some of those people on intervention, dude, are having seizures like every fucking half an hour if they don't drink. Yeah, that's crazy. What is that? I mean, it seems like you, how little of an amount of alcohol needs to come out of your body to put you into a seizure when you can't go a half an hour without <laughs> having a fucking drink. I mean, that's some serious shit. Your biology is fucking different at that point. I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, really, your your blood, your brain chemistry is like not running on blood and oxygen anymore. It's blood, running on fucking ethanol. Exactly. Exactly. That's scary. I mean, that is scary shit, dude, to watch. I mean, what's weird is you never see the people smoking a bunch of crack and shit. They never have fucking seizures. They're doing a bunch of math. They never no, really go it, through part of it. Not even heroin's bad, but apparently alcohol withdrawal, like it, like hardcore uh, DTs yeah, that, and shit, are like the deadliest. Like that's the, you'll, it'll fucking kill your ass. You know, heroin will make you sick and feel bad, but alcohol withdrawal puts you in the grave. That's fucking crazy talk. But it's legal, so that's cool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what? I think they're putting the head of Budweiser. I think he's going to be the new Department of Education at chair. <laughs> I think he is. Or the FDA. <laughs> Health and Human Services. <laughs> I hope they also make him the head of partying. <laughs> Whoa, good idea. I think Ivanka is the head of partying. Oh, man. I'd, I'd like to. Uh, I'd like to find out for sure if that's the case. She looks a little beat up lately, I've noticed. I don't think the campaign trail... I think she got ran over on the campaign trail. Well, I'm she sure she'll a, get that fixed right up. Oh, that's true. Now now that they'll be making all this money. I mean, really, we we have let the fox into the hen house on this one, folks, I think. What do you think, Rufus? Did you read today that uh, apparently he's even going to try to somehow turn the presidency into, like, a reality TV show? <laughs> no, I missed that. Is he really? Awesome. It was it was proposed to him by whoever the production company is that did uh, The Apprentice 
and Survivor and all those shows, <clears throat> which, you know, The Apprentice was his show. And they said at least until the run-up or, like, the first few months to make it like a reality TV show. And, of course, everyone's like, Jesus, fuck it. I mean, if we haven't hit the bottom of the barrel yet, now we're going to turn the presidency of the United States into a reality TV show. Great. In a weird way, it, it already is, though, isn't it? I guess. I mean, it is in a way only because there's so much news coverage, but it'd be different if they, like, put it together with dramatic music and Trump sits down and talks to a camera about, well, I don't think this guy's going to cut it as the oh secretary God. of gonna, meats. You're fired. He's going to fire the head of China. You're fired. We're sending nukes your way. Yeah. No, that's, that's what they're, they're going to do it real world style. So they're just going to put like Trump, Putin, the head of China and the head of North Korea, like in a condominium for six months to live together. <laughs> oh my God. Can you just see him like doing dish? Fucking, they're going to war because someone ate yogurt. He ate my fucking yogurt. <laughs> that would be fucking awesome. <laughs> we use a lot of toilet paper. <laughs> it was Kim Jong. He's been eating all that fucking rice. God, that would be hilarious. Kim Jong. Kim Jong just sits around all day. Fucking playing video games or something because he's like a man child. <laughs> he is a man child. He's a tubby little toddler. You just have to laugh when, like, every time they don't see like someone that was around him for a while, they start a news report that they've been murdered. Like they didn't see his wife for a couple of weeks, and like every headline was like, Jim Kong, Jim Kim Jong Un, been missing for like two weeks. She's presumed dead. He's not that much of a madman. He hung out with Rodman. Have you seen the uh, like the news stories and the footage of like some guys in North Korea, like in the upper echelons, the military guys will just suddenly randomly be accused of like treason and sentenced to death. Right. And the method of execution is is they get shot with a fucking anti-aircraft gun. And so there's like this footage of this dude sitting down in the desert like on his knees, and there's a, a gigantic fucking tank with its gun pointed like right at his fucking head. Shut up! And then sudden, I'm dead serious, and then suddenly there's just like a big explosion of smoke and dust, and when it clears, there's like nothing there but like a burn stain on the ground. <laughs> Let's see. One single bullet costs about a nickel, and one of those <laughs> artillery shells for a fucking... Uh, giant cannon probably costs like thousand dollars or some shit. <laughs> yeah, well, when you have a entire country of slaves building your shit. Oh, that's true. That's true. You know what's crazy is people like think that Steve Jobs was so great and he was super smart, super great businessman. But I mean, honestly, you don't think he knew that slave labor put together this Apple computer that I got right in front of me? I mean, he knew that. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Of course. He was ruthless, though, wasn't he? I mean, he was really kind of ruthless. He wasn't just like uh, oh, just a ruthless. egalitarian guy. No, I, I think people perceived him as weak because he was so, like, gay and effeminate. But, yeah, business-wise, the guy's fucking was pretty crude. As far as, as, far as my dealings with him went, I mean, I know I was never able <laughs> to talk him down to the price of a Macintosh computer. He was pretty firm on his pricing. 
I think this might be the first show we've done where I've used my Mac. Not, not oh, I yeah? need for the show. But I do have the studio open. No, it hasn't crashed, hasn't frozen, hasn't done anything naughty. My Sierra is finally working better. What it was was the fucking Adobe. You know Adobe. Mm-hmm. One update every fucking two minutes. And that fucking Adobe updater is the fucking biggest pain in my ass ever. It's like every time that fucking look down, the Adobe updater is on. And for some reason, I can almost count on it. It's like the Adobe updater can sense when I'm doing something important on the fucking computer. Sure. And will somehow make whatever I'm trying to do lock up. And my computer never fucking locks. Unless I'm, like, concentrating on something and going, man, I hope it doesn't fuck up now. And it's like, boop, boop, up comes the Adobe updater to fuck everything up. <laughs> See, their deal is this is yeah. what Adobe's trying to do. You have Creative Cloud. Do you pay a monthly fee for Creative Cloud? I I wish I didn't have to, but I do, yeah. Right. I fucking hate it. So do I. And the deal is I didn't used to have to. So I have, like, every, like... From Adobe Creative Suite, like, 3.0 on, I have it installed on my computer, right? Because so yeah. I, don't, I don't want to be online all the time if I have to use something, or sometimes I get old files that won't open for some reason in, like, some of the newer stuff, even though they're supposed to, but sometimes they sure. don't. But uh, it always wants to wipe them out, like, when it doesn't update. Every time it asks me, Get rid of all old versions. It's like there's they just don't want you to actually own no. the fuck program, and it drives me berserk. They want like, you to no, pay that monthly fucking fee. Yeah, fucking bullshit. It is bullshit. I think the whole what they call quote-unquote software-as-a-service model is fucking bullshit, and I hope there's a revolution against it at some point. Because I just want to buy Photoshop and own Photoshop. And if you have right. an upgrade... I'll buy the upgrade if I want it. Right. I know it's only nine bucks a month, but me, I, I only use Photoshop maybe every three months. But when I need it, right. I fucking need it, you know. And so I'm paying yeah, for I it for three months when I don't need it. Day. Like today, I was on Photoshop all fucking day. But yeah, I want to own it because you know what? This is their trick. Hey, it's an update. You know, even like between Adobe or Creative Suite 5.0 and 5.5, yes, there was a 5.5. They, nothing fucking changed, dude. Not one fucking thing. Except this is no. what they did. They outdated your fucking computer. You had to go from an Intel. You couldn't, do, you couldn't use a PowerPC anymore. You had to get an what? Intel Mac. Yeah. So they fucking made oh it so God. your computer was obsolete. That was like their trick. Fucking bullshit. Now, the one thing I did that might help you is uh, because I'm on a metered satellite connection, you know, I don't want fucking my computer just sucking up data for no reason. You can go into right. Creative Cloud and tell it to, like, turn off the Internet connection. I don't get any updates because Creative Cloud is not connected to the Internet at all. Well, I have it turned off. But, see, what happens is I'll get a file from some jackass who thinks he has to be running the most recent Adobe Creative Cloud, so they're like, well, if you want to open this, now you got to fucking update yours. It's just their fucking trick. Bunch of bullshit. Sounds like you're munching uh, on something. What's you, your, what you got going on? 
Gorp. You know what Gorp is? Gorp? No, what is that? Gorp. Gorp. It's actually trail mix, like a, but it sounds like an '80s video game. <laughs> it was. It, it's. Uh, yeah, it's where that. It's where Mork was from. It was Mork from Gorp. <laughs> where was Mork from? Man, just out of curiosity. I don't know. I, I just remember he said Nanu Nanu all the time. Ork? Ork? Mork. Wait, he, he's from Ork. Mork from Ork. <laughs> Are you sure? That sounds too simple then. What? It was the 70s. People were simple then. I'm serious. I think it was Mork from Ork. Did you ever have one of those big combs that like went in your back pocket? Remember those? Uh, a big comb? No, I've always had a little comb. There was like a phase in the like mid-70s that I can remember where it was like cool for a chick. And I was probably, what, in, like, third or fourth or fifth grade? To have, like, this big oversized comb that said, like, something witty on it sticking out of their back pocket. <laughs> I think I've missed that phase. It was a real deal. It was a real thing, scarily enough, Rupert. Be glad. Yeah, we should bring Be it great. back. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> Are you? Did you look that up? I did. Work from work. What a twisted tale that is, huh? That Mork ended up being so mentally disturbed that he killed himself. Yeah, I mean, but it's crazy. Like you could kind of see it coming. I mean, no one. He always seemed a little rattled. Or am I crazy for thinking that? Well, I mean, when you're an alien on Earth, you know that's gonna shake right. you. Right. I mean, really? Of course, he's gonna start drinking and doing drugs. How would you? Could you imagine coming from a higher life form and having to hang out with fucking human beings? Fucking torture. <laughs> Isn't that how we feel every day, Zigzag? You and me. That's kind of it the is. Place we're in. It is, dude. I'll tell you what. I was in the store before I came uh, home tonight. I stopped by the grocery store to pick up some some uh, stuff for the show. Some some Gorp and whatnot. Gorp actually stands for like <laughs> granola, raisins, peanuts. It's like. <laughs> It's like homemade trail mix, but I don't know why I thought it was funny. I did. But, uh, and the people in front of me were moving so slow, I could have fucking punched this lady in the face. Because I don't, just what they did, Rufus, tell me if this is the fucking weirdest thing you've ever heard. They've got, I I get in the express lane because I'm like, yeah, these people don't have anything in their fucking cart, right? They got like three things in their cart. Okay. And they're older people. And they're moving super slow, but I'm like, oh, they got three things in their cart. How long could this take? They ring right. up everything separately, dude. They, like, checked a ham through and paid with it what? and paid for it. Yes. And then they, like, bought a snow globe and paid for it separately. Yeah, there was, like, four different fucking transactions for the fucking three things in their cart. It was so fucking, I couldn't believe, I was, like, losing my mind. Did they just not understand how the fucking world works, or were they using different cards? I really don't know. And it was, of course, it was the self-service thing, so it it was like slower than it even had to be, because she'd like reach for her card and then she'd like stare at the machine for a second. And I was thinking to myself, God, these are people that are driving. These people drove here, and they don't even really understand how this machine works. 
the self-checkout is the bane of mankind. The only people that the only person on the planet that ever uses it right is me. And I swear to God, everyone else, I'll assume you use it right too. Everyone else right just fucks their shit up to the point where it's it's me eliminated. Rufus, the machine can't help but to fuck up. That's the problem. The machine is not designed correctly because the machine does that weighing thing where you're supposed to put something in a bag and it tells oh, you, yeah. oh, you didn't put it didn't put it in the bag. Right? And so it's like I put it in the bag and it's telling me I didn't put it in the fucking bag, so I go, Okay, I'll take it out and try to put it back in the bag. You know what I'm saying? Either way it's flawed. I mean obviously it's flawed because of that. And also because you have idiots that want to pay for each individual item separately for some stupid fucking reason. <laughs> you should have punched that bitch in the neck. You absolutely should have, I think. There was a there was a colored guy behind me, and he remember we had talked about this before colored. about. Did you say colored? Guy? <laughs> you're thanking people. You're checking yourself out, and you're not saving any money. I'm like, yeah, I told him because he's like, this is total bullshit. We got to check ourselves out. You know what I mean? You're just making conversation. I'm like, yeah, I, I feel like I should be getting paid a buck an hour, at least, to stand what, here. What, are you telling me the colored guy was in the white guy checkout lane? Yeah, apparently he couldn't read. Turns out he couldn't read. <laughs> well, he was colored. Oh, he was with a white lady, so it all was good. Oh, so she was the owner. <laughs> oh, Rufus, man, come on now. Didn't you call Sounds me like, colored? If I, well, what did you want me to say? I just, I just want to tell you that it was like a funny black <laughs> but I didn't know the right way to say it. What, what is more appropriate, black or colored? Oh, he was he a funny was black, black man, so, so did, he give you, did he give you jazz hands when he was talking? <laughs> did he say, oh, mammy? Yeah, yeah. You know what? Right after he got done shining my shoes, he I let him. <laughs> All right, so he's well trained. That's good. <laughs> yeah, you are horrible. You know that. Uh, I didn't. I mean, really, I just wanted you to know that he was a guy of uh, African American persuasion, and we were kind of laughing. I don't know why it was part of the story, but it just was because it was pretty funny, and we were we were actually kind of having a good time there for two guys watching some people fumble. With the uh, with the machine, but while That's complaining that that is the ultimate scam, the guy was hyper slop material. I'm telling you, I'm sure he was. I'm not. I'm not calling you right. I just thought it was. I haven't heard the phrase "a colored man" since I watched a documentary about the '60s. Dude, I watched a documentary. I started to watch some documentaries earlier today. They're they're like these. Uh, they're documentaries on history, like American history done by Oliver Stone. Have you seen these? Really? Yeah. I, and it, I think I've heard of them. The, the deal is it's like the real truth about America and the world, not like the sugar-coated America is the best place on earth, we're the superheroes kind of thing. It's kind of like the seedy, back-dealing, underbelly part of America, and, and basically the world in general. I didn't realize that... The fucking Japanese in World War Two were attacking the Chinese and like killing, killed like six million people. What? Did you know that? No, it I was did not. Like 
tens of thousands of women a day. For what? What was the reason behind that? If if Stalin and Churchill didn't get together and try to get Roosevelt into the war, we would all be speaking Russian or Japanese right now. Because the way it was set up, if China or if Japan and Germany would have worked together, the fucking uh, world would have been fucked over big time. But they didn't. Really? Fortunately, there was a. I think there was some kind of communication uh, error there. They weren't speaking each other's language because we kind of got lucky that they didn't take over the the world in World War Two. Because really, in, uh, Europe was just like rolling over for fucking <laughs> for Hitler. He couldn't even believe it. Yeah. He was like surprised that they were just rolling over. Then he I got greedy and tried to take Russia was too big. But you have to check it out if you get a chance because the whole deal was about World War Two was Roosevelt, you know, Churchill begged Roosevelt to come into the war and Roosevelt said, yeah, we're coming into the war, but we're also taking over the world. Because before then, England was like the epitome of you know, all the financial dealings and shit in the world. England kind of ruled yeah. it. And Roosevelt said, nope, after the war, America is going to fucking rule it. And they just kind of had to sit there and take it because they needed our help. Kind of crazy stuff. I'm telling you, it's worth watching. I wish I could remember the name of it. It's on Netflix. Well, I, uh, I jotted down Oliver Stone history show. So I'm sure if I can Google that, I'll find it. Well, since like every... Thing he's ever done is pretty much on history, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. What, what were oh, some of his other movies? He did the Doors movie, right? Yes, he did. Yes. You know, I'll say he did justice to the Doors movie. I, you know, I don't know if he did justice to the Doors movie, maybe not, but Val Kilmer did justice to the fucking Doors movie. It is amazing to me that Val Kilmer is not a more prominent guy these days, if only because of his performance in that movie, because he fucking nailed it. That movie he was really, great. You got to ask yourself, maybe he fried his fucking brain in the process, though. He might have. Because I, if, well, I've heard... If he, he, lately, he does not look well. Supposedly, he, he has does not look cancer. well. Oh, shit. Goddamn, from what? Yeah, this is crazy. I guess, from what I understand... Uh, Who's that that actor that had throat cancer from eating pussy? Michael Douglas, uh, right? That'd be me. Oh, yeah, Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas came out and said that Val Kilmer had throat cancer just like Val, just like Michael Douglas did, but Michael Douglas beat his. And I guess Val Kilmer's been breathing out of a hole in his neck in the whole fucking nine yards. What? Hey, I've been looking yeah. it up. Look it up. Ask Billy Corgan. He knows. What is Billy oh, Corgan? Sure. Billy Corgan bought some kind of World Wrestling Federation. I heard. Did you know Wait, that? What? No. Billy Corgan what? like took over some kind of worldwide wrestling deal. He like owns it now. Why? That seems really odd for such a douchebag. He's a huge fan of fucking that shit. If you can believe that, I guess. What does that say about Billy? Really? What is it? I'm more worried about what that says about me because I, I like wrestling too, but I hate Billy Corrigan, and I feel like uh, he ruined confused. it. He ruined it for you. Let's see, Billy Corrigan wrestling. 
Billy Corgan. Oh, wait a minute. Billy Corgan loses lawsuit against TNA Impact Wrestling. TNA Impact. Oh. I know. Is this just like naked wrestling or something? I mean, doesn't that sound tits and ass? Oh, it's gay wrestling. Oh, my Are God. You it's serious? like, yes. They get, they dress up in Mexican fucking masks, wrestling masks, and they have gay sex. Oh, now this Shut makes up. sense. You're, you're yeah, now it makes sense. Make me... I just wanted to protect your love of wrestling. I didn't want you to think that Billy ruined it for you, but he did. He ruined it. Well, I guess he put out try to buy this place, to try to buy this wrestling company. And now Billy's trying to sue him. Whether Corgan is repaid or not, looks like his efforts to absorb and rebrand TNA Impact Wrestling will likely not shake out. Oh, man. The future of the company is now unclear, but truly, the world of sports entertainment has been a vampire sent to drain Corgan's coffers. Sounds like he got scammed. Oh, I love the sound of that. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. Somebody came up with him at a party and was like, hey, I got a good investment for you. It's these guys are going to wear Mexican masks and have gay sex. Gonna make a ton of money. I'm sure there's some oh, kind of T- gay porn Billy will find. TNA to TNA stands for total nonstop action. Oh, does it? So you know it's legit. Yeah. I thought it standing for testicles, nuts, and assholes. <laughs> you wish. I do wish. I do wish. Almost be worth watching then, probably. I can't stand the stuff, honestly. It's too. Too, I don't know. I just don't get it. No offense, but I guess I'm not lowbrow enough. It's, uh, I don't have anything about TNA, but my, my kid has really gotten into, like, WWE. And I think once you accept the fact that they've accepted the fact that it's, it's completely fucking pretend, dude. I mean, they don't even, they don't even try to fool you anymore. It's just all fucking drama and stories. And I'll humor you, and ridiculous shit. It's kind of entertaining, but yeah, it is. I'm a fan of one person. I'm a fan of The Miz. Are you familiar with The Miz? Sounds familiar, but no. He's kind of a big character now, and you see him around. But The Miz, dude, started out as a guy on like one of the first episodes of The Real World on MTV, like way back fucking when. When that shit was like, when reality was like brand new, and he wanted to be a fucking professional wrestler, and the guy used his fucking little deal on MTV to fucking become like a huge star professional wrestler. I mean, he's fucking huge. And he he went, and he was like 19 years old back then, and he was like, dude, I'm gonna I'm gonna be a professional wrestler. They're gonna call me the Miz. Just call me the Miz. He was telling people to call him the Miz, and sure enough, he created like his own fucking persona. And not to say he's actually a pretty likable guy, which is makes a big difference if you ask me. He's not like a total twat, you know what I mean? He's actually like yeah, kind of a, a fun on earth guy. But I do respect for me, for me too. Yeah, you're kind of you're pretty humble for your for your legendary status. There's no doubt. Yeah, I'm pretty much the most. What do you think about Kanye? Are you worried about Kanye's mental health at all? Uh, not in the slightest, really. So, what, what's the deal? He was having a show, he went nuts, and he canceled a bunch of shows. I did hear that his insurance company has covered $30 million of, like, ticket refunds. 
right? So you know that he just he has no material. He's no good at what he does. He probably saw in his thing that you know there's some clause if he gets mentally ill or something that he doesn't lose any fucking money or probably makes a hundred million dollars. You know right. what I mean? I mean, not to say that he's not nuts because he's a fucking idiot. I mean, the guy really has no talent. Does he? Well, here's the, here's, the, here's the thing about Kanye that I don't get. is like there are other artists that I don't follow, I have no fucking interest in at all. And yet over the years, I've heard enough of their shit just randomly that I know who they are. <laughs> I, I cannot tell you, Thank you a single line from a Kanye song that I've ever heard ever anywhere in a movie, in a TV show, on the radio, in a fucking mall speaker, in an elevator. <laughs> I'm totally where with you. He, who's buying his totally fucking shit? With you. Where, where is his outlet exactly? Because it's not anywhere. I mean, no. yeah, you would have to be on a fucking commercial for a tampon or something if it fucking, <laughs> if it had any fucking gut to it. Right. I mean, it but you never hear. Money. I couldn't what a Kanye song was. There's just no fucking way. I have no clue. I can tell you who what a DMX song is, what an Outkast song is, a Jennifer Lopez song. Uh, yeah. Any other number of fucking art? I've never heard that I fucking know of a Kanye West song ever. It just tells you that it's all bullshit, dude. It's just all smoke and mirrors. He probably has a huge fucking loan out. You know. I mean, he married Kim Kardashian. I'm sorry, dude. Those, those, that's like the worst of the worst. Yeah. Like getting together. I just don't get it. But then again, Trump's president. I mean, I guess you know I guess maybe it's wrong. <laughs> Something's wrong with me, Rufus. Help me. I don't understand how the world is working because it's all fucked up. No, 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 no. You're you're not fucked up. Everything else is fucked up. I'm, you're right. There is some parallel to the fact that we're fascinated with an artist who we've never fucking heard. I don't mean you and me personally, but, you know, the world. With an artist who creates music that apparently doesn't really fucking exist and he can't even perform it without canceling right. shows. What? And then suddenly a reality TV star becoming the president of the United States. The world is spiraling down into fucking nonsensical, random bullshit. Dude, if I would have known it was that easy, maybe we should have tried harder at Hypersloth. I mean, yeah, we didn't want to travel and do shows or anything. We could have just got a huge fucking settlement from our insurance company and just made out like bandits. I think, oh man, I think there's a parallel universe where Hypersloth came into being when it should have which is more like around the 2005-2006 era. I think we would have been great as like an online fucking presence. You know? We were just too that's our, early. That's, that seems to be our thing. It is. It is. Yeah, we're, we're ahead of the game. We would have done so well if if the technology at the time would have just let us live stream shit from Roehampton and do stuff like that, but it was all dial-up back then, you know? Well, you know what, though? We did have uh, Internet Love Song was online. Fifteen seconds of it was actually uploaded to AOL. Because I remember letting my cousin in, in California listen to it when I was out visiting him, and he's like, wow, dude, it's online? Because that was like unheard of. <laughs> it. 
Yes. I mean, exactly. that was like before Napster and shit. God damn it. We were just too early. We were. There's, Like I said, there's a parallel universe out there where Diaper Sloth came into being in just the right time, and we're billionaires. So we, uh, either be depressed by that or that Midnight tonight. Go visit that universe. Don't be surprised if I don't come back. You know what? I'd come no, back. I, Ain't nothing wrong with this universe as far as I can tell. Except that well, Trump's president. It's, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's entertaining, at least. I mean, that's the one thing that I have to look forward to in the next four years is at least... I mean, let's hope that Trump doesn't fuck things up so bad that, like, civilization collapses. As long as he doesn't do that, it'll at least be kind of entertaining and give us something to rant about and make fun of. That's true. We got the next four years. You got four years of fucking solid league material. There might be... I got... There's so much material out there right now. I bet Saturday Night Live could, like, have... One funny joke a year for the next four years. I'll I tell you what, Saturday Night Live should bet on an IPO and go public because their stock would shoot through the fucking roof. As long as Alec Baldwin stays on. Yeah, this is true. The rest of it, dude, I, I can't do it. My wife and daughter, it's like a big deal, right? My daughter loves to stay up and watch Saturday Night Live, just obviously so she can stay up super late and ruin all yeah. Sunday by retired and in a bad mood but uh so we watch it and i'm just like it just it just can't be less funny it's like then i'm to the point where again where i'm like am i just stupid or is this it's just it's not funny it's just not funny i have i have two things to say about that one honestly i haven't seen snl in fucking years for that reason like the last time i watched it i was like okay whatever but two, right. I, I totally identify with your daughter, dude. I remember when I was a kid, that was the one night I got to stay up oh, late, yeah, me too. and we just we all crowded around the TV. I didn't get any of the fucking jokes or anything, you know. But right. like, oh man, stay up late, and then get to sleep late. But yeah, oh, I know. That I, I honestly haven't seen the it. Second in years. song. Usually, I fall asleep by like the first song, like the for when the first song came on, it was like me and be fall wake up with a big. Fucking slobber stain on the floor in front of the TV, getting radioactive shit shot into my brain. Do you ever <laughs> use to sit like right on the floor in front of the TV? Oh, oh yeah, fuck yeah, dude. We had I, I'd lay on the floor right in front of the TV. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, exactly. Just lay on the floor. I used to fucking we had this console TV. <laughs> this is so sad. It was like a 25 inch TV, which is like a big TV back then, but it's. The console, like, took up half the wall. You know what I mean? You can, like, I'm oh, sure yeah. it was definitely getting some fucking radiation. And we, we had to sit there with our fucking legs propped up on the TV, like, that close yeah. to the TV, like, within fucking 20 inches of the TV. You know what I mean? Just, like, laying right in front of it. Well, I remember no I wonder. had to do that because we didn't have, uh, at least for a long time, we didn't have a remote control. So I had to right. like, lay down just so I could, like, flip the knob with my toes. You know, I'd flip the knob with my toes and turn up the I volume with down my fucking feet. Where I could do this. I could just use my hand, right, and turn the knob. I mean, we're talking little incremental, tiny little clicks that would be, like, 40 fucking channels away. I could just yeah. feel it. 
and turn my wrist just so perfectly that I could always get to the right fucking channel. I'm shit you uh, not, Rufus. God believe it. Master. <laughs> That's, I, peaked, I peaked at seven. You peaked at seven. Well, you did better it was me. a good run. See, there was six months there where I was untouchable. <laughs> then they got the remote. My life was over. My parents didn't have a use for me anymore. I was put out the pasture. No, oh, yeah, you deep. never heard. Change the channel. Change the channel. No, flip it the other way. <laughs> right, yeah. Between beatings. I mean, it was, it could get, you know, you don't get the right. <laughs> you don't get the right channel. You could, uh, there's hell to pay sometimes. That's you know what it's like. There was, there was only six options. <laughs> that, that's the problem, but they were 50 channels apart. <laughs> 50 clicks apart. So, uh, got your Christmas shopping done, Rufus? Uh, for the most part, yeah. yeah I'm just waiting for really? some things to get shipped in. Uh, there's a few more things I'd like to get. I don't know if I'm going to because certain people are pissing me off, so they might not get things. Oh, my God. Cole. Cole's at an all-time high at my house. We're rolling in coal. Oh, really? Cole? I don't, I mean, basically, dude, it's like with Amazon and stuff, I don't, there's no reason for Christmas. Two-day shipping is enough. You just say, you know what, I think I want that. I guess I'm going to get it because no one is going to get me anything that I want. They're always like, what do you want? What do you want? And I'm like, tell them, they're like, oh, yeah, you should order that on Amazon. Like, then it's like from them. Like like my wife gave me permission to order something I could have ordered off Amazon anyways, so then it's like a gift <laughs> from her. Right. Thank you for allowing me to order something on my credit card from Amazon. Merry Christmas. It, that's that's like. Well, I can't even get my wife a surprise because she watches the bank like a fucking hawk. Exactly. She watches the bank account. So I can't like order something from Amazon. She'll be like, what's this charge? What is this? I'll be like, uh. Oh my God. It's a present for you. You should have gotten me that. My wife gets the email from fucking Amazon. I don't even know when stuff's coming, but she knows. So there's no way I could, like, trick her or get her something because I know I'm not going to. And so does she. This this is pretty funny. So the Amazon account is in my name, right? So my wife was going to order me present from Amazon. And she didn't want me to know, so she changed the email address to her email address. And I got a uh-huh. notification that said, your email address has changed. And so I went and logged in because I was like, what the fuck? So I went and logged in with to my Amazon account. And you know, I didn't authorize. And I was like, oh, she bought me all this shit and tried to change the email address. So there's no surprises. Right. Thanks, Jeff Bezos. Jeff, the year Jeff Bezos ruined Christmas for Rufus. What a dick. He is the Grinch. Why doesn't he just go tell my daughter there's no Santa Claus? I'm getting a little afraid, dude. My daughter's eight, and I think she's still believing in Santa Claus, and I'm, like, to the point where I'm like, God, where do you tell her that, you know, you don't want to be the last chick not to know there's, or the last kid to not know that there's a Santa Claus, but you don't want to be the kid telling everybody that there's no Santa Claus. Kind of like a fine line that you have to walk. That's my only fear is I don't want my kid ruining it for everybody else. But I'm at the point where I'm just going to be like, look, dude, no, it's on me, so you better make me happy. <laughs> Whoa! 
Yeah, you know, this is funny that you say that because I was telling my wife, tell me if I'm right here. Tell my wife the other day, I'm like, we're getting my daughter a, a touchpad, like an NV, an HP NV360 touchpad because she loves to draw, right? And awesome. she, I mean, she goes like reams of fucking paper, so we're, she still can draw on paper, but we're getting her this just so she can like draw without like making a huge mess everywhere and, you know, you get it. So yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, I forgot where my story was going. Can you refresh my memory there, Rufus? I got <laughs> about Santa, the Santa Claus. Is Santa Claus got, real or not? So I'm telling my wife, I'm like, my wife's like, oh, she's going to love that Santa's bringing her this. And I was like, you know what? I think we're going to tell her that we are getting her this. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be that like Santa gets my daughter like the biggest gift. He can get her something. But I want some recognition that, you know, because she got, she, she got yeah. elected president of her class in the third grade, which was like a big deal. And, uh, I mean, it, it's a big deal, you know, to her. And it would be a big deal to me. I was never president of my any of my classes, so she's already got me beat in that aspect. But uh, I wanted to be like, well, we're rewarding her, you know, for doing a good job and being like a good kid. And my wife was like, no, it needs to come from Santa. And I'm like, fuck that. Because I really, she needs to know that we're buying her nice stuff. Don't you think so? Am I wrong? No, I, want her to no, know I think that you're right. Hey, Santa got you that super nice Envy thing here, and we got you uh, socks and underwear. I mean, who do you think she's going to, like, pay more attention to? <laughs> yeah, I mean, the only, uh, the only thing you can look forward to is eventually she'll know, you know, later in life. But, uh. I don't want to count I'll tell, tell you what almost made me just fucking pull the trigger and, you know, pull back the curtain was uh, we were talking to our kid about poor kids. And we're like, he was complaining about, like, if you wanted this or that or this or that. He's like, you know, I want that for Christmas. I'm like, I'm like you know, poor, poor kids don't get anything for Christmas. Their parents can't afford anything. So you need to take some shit for, you know, don't take so much shit for granted. He's like, well, it doesn't matter if their parents don't have money because Santa will get them toys. And right then, I just almost said, "That's it, you know. Here's the right. Here's the here's the light. Here's the truth, right? Yeah, you know. Some kids aren't getting all this badass shit like you are, so yeah, right. Don't put that shit on Santa. This is what's crazy. My wife worked at a school, right? And they're not allowed to like talk about this. Is tell me how stupid this is. My wife was wearing a green shirt today. I'm like, why are you wearing a green shirt? You know? And she's like, well, we're everyone's wearing green or red. I'm like, so why? And she's like, well, we're trying to get in the Christmas spirit. I'm like, but you're not allowed to talk about Christmas to the kids. Because some kids don't get Christmas, just like what you're saying. So they have to act oh, like wow. Christmas fucking exists at the school. That's, that's crazy. They should, the that's kids should do have Christmas at the school. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I told my wife, I'm like, why don't they, yeah, give the kids the Christmas at the school? Exactly. And she said, because, Fill in the blanks. because tons of them are fucking, for some reason, there's like this wave of people becoming Jehovah Witnesses just to get out of like doing Christmas and like oh, birthdays and Lord. shit. Yes, true story. Damn. And you just say it's part of religion. And you don't, like, have to celebrate a birthday or anything like that, or Christmas or any of that shit. 
why do people overthink shit so fucking much these days? I still fucking get it. They're just so cheap. I don't know. Because Trump is your president-elect. Can this really... Is there any way this could possibly be turned over? Uh, I don't think so. Honestly, like I said, uh, I'm going to die at some point. So whatever happens in this life is not going to make a big dent in the big picture. I'm I'm looking forward to whatever the fuck happens in the next four years, man. It's going to be a a crazy fucking roller coaster, and I'll disagree with most of it, but at least it'll be fun to watch, you know? I mean, we got to – obviously, there's going to be big fucking war shit. I mean, he's like – he wants to build the Iron Curtain around America. What What was the metaphor for the Iron Curtain? Was that just like Russia was over there doing their own thing, sort of like what we want? to do now but we wouldn't uh, let them oh, you can't do your own thing we want to know what you're doing behind your iron curtain tear down this well, iron curtain know. but apparently Putin's Putin is it Putin or Putin either way he's a big he's a big fan of Trump I mean That's Trump Putin. and Putin are going to be big buddies no way dude no fucking way they're going to we'll be a fucking war they're going to flex their military peni at each other would be my fucking guess. You see how much oh, no, they've already the... increased spending for the for the uh, military budget? Like 50%? Is yeah, the plan? But motivation. That, that's what it, Putin's already said that he approves of Trump. He's like, you know, thank God or whatever that Trump well, got elected know, because... He, dude, he sees a sparring partner. He's like, oh, no, now I get to be a real fucking cocksucker. Because he knows they're both well, the same fucking... Isn't that what politics is all about? It's just cock-sparring, yeah. pretty much? Yeah, it is. It really is, if you think about it. It's one-upmanship, one-up and the other guy, making the other guy look like an idiot. And, and now you got two stupid. idiots going. How fucking low. Who, like, the next worst one would be, like, if Benny Hill... Was fucking up for like <laughs> chancellor of England or somewhere. Uh, dude, it's so fucking weird. I mean, not even now. I mean, it's always weird that we just let individuals sort of call the shots for millions of fucking people. Just, I don't know. Yeah, I agree with that. You're like, who? You can't. I can't control my family of three. Yeah, we're depending on one dude to control like 300 million fucking people. Good luck. He'll be drinking. He'll be drinking before you know it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. He'll you be drinking the sense. Trump wine. Vodka. It was the vodka. I mean, how can you say that you've never drank and you have a you're supposed to want people to buy your line of vodka, but you've never had a drink? Does that make any sense? Trust me, I'm an expert. Well, hopefully. Huh? Sound like you were typing. What were you doing there? I could hear you making noise, which I never hear. Oh, is that right? No, I was clicking through my tabs. Oh, okay. I remember what I had open. I've got Facebook, Blog Talk Radio Studio, Drudge Report, and it's Drudge Report. Uh, it's a landfill. 
and uh, my Gmail, and I have no Gmail. That's what I was really checking. Oh, you were checking your mail during the show. That's real nice, Rufus. Glad to be back. Really glad to be back, I buddy. Trump, I thought Trump might email me something. What were you looking for? I mean, of uh, course Trump does warming. Look at all the fucking hairspray he uses. He probably, like, takes a fucking... His carbon footprint is probably pretty fucking huge. Huge. <laughs> huge. It's huge. It's terrific. It's tremendous. My far- Folks... My carbon footprint is huge, terrific. Did you see the guy? Did you see the guy he put in the head of the fucking EPA is actually in the, embroiled in a lawsuit with the fucking EPA right now? What? Yeah, the guy he's putting in charge of the EPA is currently suing the fucking EPA for having too many restrictions. Man, they're really gonna their idea of lifting. Re- restrictions is not going to be good for anybody except for like industrialists. Right, right. I mean, everybody's going to fuck up the fucking planet. I did see that right. he, he, he admitted at one point, wow, this is a bigger job than I thought, only because he figured everybody that was working with Obama, Obama's cabinet, were just going to be there and tell him what to do and take care of shit. And they're like, no, we're out of here. We worked for Obama. Right. So we're gone. And that's why he's got to appoint all these other fucking idiots. And of course, I know it's like if you're wearing a weird... suit, he's like appointing anybody. It's like if you're within ten feet of him and wearing a suit, he's like giving you a job. I mean, he's <sighs> like the most unqualified. Like the people it's even that worse than that. Yeah, you're right. It there's is. There's got to be. There's got to be better people in suits around him, but it's it's the the evangelical crazy anti climate change right that are like yeah that guy who's you know in charge of this big corporation that pumps fucking black fucking coal into the air make him your EPA guy or whatever I know it's like you that's what I'm saying it's like are we are people gonna stand up I mean you can't though can you you can't do anything about it They're, they're proving to it right now that you can't march in the fucking street and say don't do this or these are ridiculous appointments because the Republicans are like, this is the way we want it, and this is how it's going to go. And sadly enough, they're going to put like two people on the Supreme Court that is going to ruin the country for the next fucking 50 years. Well, I mean, that's the way the game is played, you know? I, mean, I know. We all got to vote. This is what happened. The only thing we can hope for is that over the next four years, either things will get better because people who really know what the fuck's going on will kind of take the reins away from Trump so he can just be an idiot. Or after four years, people will be fed up and somebody else will run and we'll, we'll vote him out. But, yeah, that's, that's the Here's what representative of republic. Let me tell you what bummed me out the most about this, Rufus. Because I was sitting there the other day thinking about all this, and I'm like, damn, dude, by the time Trump gets out, I'm going to be 50. I'll be 51. That sucks. Why does that suck? Ain't nothing wrong with 51. Or are you depressed that you'll be 51? I hope I find out. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Taking a morbid turn here in the Hypersloth Happy Hour. It's now the Hypersloth Morbid Hour. I brought you by Hypersloth Mortuaries, Inc. Dude, 51 is the new 31. Right? Isn't that what they say? 
going to be for me. I'm going to just start going backwards now. Actually, now that I'm 47 next year, I'm going to be 46. I'm going to do it. I'm going to go like going backwards. What I would like to know, I mean, like, honestly, really, not not from you, but just from the world in general, like, when, at what point do you start feeling old? Because I don't, I mean, I'm like 42 now. I don't feel any different or think any different. Well, maybe I this think is, better, but not different dude, than I did when I was sad, like 20-something. Is that until I had this stupid iron thing, I always felt young. And I felt like I was still like 20 two years old, still living at Roehampton. Then this fucked up iron thing happened. Now I feel old. I feel like but it changed me. Well, that's, that's terrible. You'll probably have PTSD from that, but that's a freak <laughs> fucking crazy-ass incident. But I don't, I I don't know. Things, help. Like, what I think of old is, like, a person in their 80s or 90s, like, really, they can't fucking do anything. But I still have to think that in their mind, they probably feel or perceive themselves or behave or think the same way they always have. Now, that's got to be frustrating if you're, like, crippled up in a fucking wheelchair. Right. And, you know, all you want to do is make sarcastic jokes and and fuck out babes. That's got to be hard. Yeah, my my, grandma's side of family on both sides I'm on my mom and dad's side of family all have lived to be like old people like old in their 90s like 92 yeah, was like young. and uh yeah. they all thought real young too I mean really it's weird I can I'm thinking about my uncle Tony my uncle Nick these guys like thought young and acted young when they were old because they never just fucking sat around dude these guys like worked they all owned liquor stores right and they fucking worked every day they just went to work every fucking day yep. until they were like 85. And then they like took seven or eight years, you know, actually two both of them lived to be 98 and 99. And so they took like the last 10 years doing nothing. And you could tell they were bored out of their fucking minds because going to and working at a liquor store every day is like going to a carnival or a pawn shop every day. It's like, you never know what the, there is not a run of a mill day at a fucking liquor store. I always fucking that, Oh, it's I true. I awesome job. Spend hours at my cousin Tony's Russo's liquor store where they thought people thought I worked there for like years because I would be there every day after work drinking, right? And we'd all sit in the back <laughs> at the liquor store where I knew the regulars that come in. The, every liquor store has its regulars, dude. And by regulars, I mean people that come five times a fucking day. No fucking oh, yeah. lie. You know, and uh, I guess I was kind of a regular, really. But there is, like, no normal day at a liquor store. There's always fucking drama at the liquor store. Always. Either it's the people working there or the fucking people that come in or Joe Schmo got fucking beat up by other dude over a bottle of fucking two-bit vodka, you know, over in the sawmill district. Yeah, crazy shit. That's, there's, wow. You know what? There's a fucking, there is a reality show right there. But I guarantee you, Budweiser or Smirnoff would never let you make that fucking reality show. They would buy the rights from you because that would be so bad for fucking business. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And it's it's funny you mentioned pawn shops because I always thought that would be a great reality show, not like Pawn Stars, 
but like a, a right. real fucking show about the people involved. Oh, that's but, uh, yeah, the, That's the same thing as working at a liquor store. It is pretty much because I'm giving them money to go buy liquor. Exactly. Say all you got to do, what you need to do is just like do one where you just take pawned items for liquor. <laughs> Trust me, I got. I can tell you right now, I got a uh, a microwave at the pawn shop that fell off the back of the truck. If you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, I know what you mean. I, know I still you have mean. it. I still have it. It's, I've had it for twenty years. Still works. Wow. Yep. It's a sharp, just so you know. Obviously not a Samsung product. A sharp? The sharp? The brand still exists? <laughs> Good question. No, I heard that they some of the microwaves they were making was causing people to get brain cancer. Oh, but this one, damn. This one pops corn like nobody's business. What is a microwave really good for? <laughs> potatoes. I can't think of any other time I really use a microwave. I use a microwave to thaw some things out sometimes. I use a microwave to thaw some shrimp today. That's one thing I don't trust a microwave to do. Is like thaw something because it's like hot in the middle, then like gross and slimy on the outside. I just feel no, like you right. can't do a good job. You're right. It's not the best option. It's not the best option. But in a hurry, when you gotta have something thought, like I. I had a break for lunch, and I wanted some shrimp. I had some pre-cooked shrimp, so I thawed them out real quick and put them on salad. But, no, ideally, whether it's hamburger meat or a steak, you don't want to thaw it out in the microwave. That's pretty much all I use it for. Or to heat something up. Because I'm like, it's going to make me sick. Yeah, I mean, I'll heat up some leftover Chinese. Actually, leftover Chinese is better cold most of the time, if you ask me. You know what? Anything that comes in a box is usually better cold in, in leftover form. <laughs> this place that we like to eat, dude, I, I want to tell them, they're so fucking stupid. They have great food, but they give you all the to-go shit in a fucking styrofoam container, including the fucking fries. And you just want to say, really, are you that? Have you never fucking run a restaurant or been to a McDonald's drive through You don't realize that you don't put the fucking fries inside of the fucking plastic container? You're that, you just hate... Fucking business that much you know what i'm saying you know we uh over thanksgiving we, we drove down to texas that day to 10 hour fucking drive and we were staying in a hotel we stayed in a motel six um which is actually pretty good these days not too bad but we ordered pizza one night and I laid in bed watching my wife trying to fit this large pizza box into the little fridge, and she couldn't do it. <laughs> she had to, like, fold it in half to make it fit. And I tweeted on Twitter, because I've been trying to stay off Facebook, so I tried Twitter. And I tweeted, I decree that all hotel refrigerators should be big enough to hold a large fucking pizza box. And I tagged Motel 6 on it. And, dude, the next day I had a... I had a tweet back from Motel 6 Corporate. Give us a call so we can help remedy this. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Come oh on. <laughs> Did you get a free night of stay? No, I didn't even respond. But, yeah, it was like at Motel 6 to at Cliff Haley. Uh, I mean, Rufus, uh, thank you for bringing this to our attention. We'd love to discuss it with you. 
And I'm like, are you fucking kidding? Really, I think Send what should happen I'm is... Gonna retweet it. I'm going to retweet it. You should retweet it. A sort of grassroots movement that makes him put bigger refrigerators in every Motel 6 room by being outraged that you you were forced to waste food because they don't have a fucking refrigerator large enough to accept a large pizza box. There's kids starving, and that's what you're fucking worried about? I'm outraged. Wait, don't don't jump the gun, dude, because I rethought my position on that. I don't think it's up to the hotel to get bigger fridges. I think it's up to the pizza places because they know. I give you a bag. Many pizza places, they know when a delivery is going to a pizza place. So they should either take a large pizza and split it in half between two medium boxes, or (sighs) supply an empty medium box so you can your leftovers will fit in the the uh, hotel refrigerator. How about just a plastic bag? Anything, anything. The onus though is on the pizza place not the hotel, to change the refrigerators. Well, then you need to retweet, hey, how about a fucking two media pizza boxes for one pizza at hashtag pizzahut.com. See what yeah, they can do for you. It's probably easier to get a couple of free pizzas than it is to get a refrigerator put in a motel room. Yeah, I'm sure it is, or in 100,000 motel rooms. How long before people like start extorting like hashtags, you know what I mean? Like you could easily be like, I found a giant cockroach in my pizza like once a week. You know what I mean? To get free pizzas from someplace. Uh, I'm sure it happens all the time. What do they do? I mean, how do they shut that down, you think? Uh, they, they probably just ignore it. But Twitter's you a cesspool, man. I thought Facebook was a cesspool. Twitter is just, it's, it's filth. Oh, the whole idea is I can't even get my fucking point across in like 18 letters or whatever the fuck you get, so I don't even bother with it. I'm like, man, that's not – I feel like I'm making like no sense because, first of all, you can only see one side of the conversation most of the time. So you're like, what the yeah. fuck is this person talking about? You ever notice that? You're right. You're right. It's not like – at least on Facebook when there's like – comments and responses, they're kind of in line, and you can see what's going on. With Twitter, it's not. You respond, and somebody sees you responded to somebody about something, but they don't, you don't see what, and it's all out of context. <laughs> it's pointless. I, I, am I wrong, or is it fucking pointless? No, you're right. You're right. It is, it is pointless. What is, that, what is that talking about? You know, then I see my tweet out there that makes no sense to anybody, because it's like, one random line that I thought I was replying to someone where it would make sense if all they saw was my answer, but they don't, but there's not enough room to like type enough to explain yourself. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you very much. I can just see you tweet the internet. We've solved the internet. We created it. Now we have debunked it. Yes, exactly. Well, you know what we do have, Rufus? We got 14,000 brand new Bud Buddies with the new design. Integrated fusion ring that makes it waterproof and smell-proof. And we've actually had marijuana inside of a... uh, of a Bud Buddy, the new the new kind, the 2.0 version, for two months now underwater, and it has not leaked. 
Holy shit. So what are we going to do? With like, sell them? I'm going to like under there. I'm going to put it. I'm going to keep this one in the, in, in water. I'm going to see if we can't do it for like the next 10 years. What do you think? That would be pretty epic. That would be epic. You know Especially what? If you have, like, and we'll take it out periodically like a- and check it to make sure that it hasn't leaked. But I'm serious. We're just gonna get, keep. We should just put a fucking camera on it and have That's a live study. What do you think? I'm I'm being dead serious. <laughs> I'm being dead serious too. I was gonna say put like a live webcam feed on it, and anybody yeah. who detects an air bubble coming out of it gets like five hundred bucks. Because we there know go. there won't be an air bubble coming out. You're right. There won't be. I like it. I like it. So yes, next uh, next thing is to package these fucking bud buddies up. Two to a pack. Get them. Get the website updated. I got a lot of work to do now that pamphlet season over. My cousin Sweet. is coming from California for a week during the uh, during Christmas break. I'd like to have him on the show if you don't mind. But uh, that was he's my actually, first thought, dude. He's been doing a, a kind of a show in California where he's been guest hosting a weed show, and uh, he's had the Bud Buddy on there a few times, and the feedback has been pretty fucking good. So, New Mood View is the name of the show. People should check it out. It's on Bid Chat. I don't know if you ever heard of Bid Chat. Whoa, but, whoa, uh, hang on. Say that again, because I'm going to add that to the notes on Boy Talk Radio. What, what's it called again? Bid Chat. Oh, New Mood View, New Mood View on Bid Chat. And Facebook and, and all that. Okay. I'll add a link to that in the uh, description on the there you go. episode. Uh, the lady that runs the show, her name's Catherine. She she seems pretty nice, actually. It's a pretty decent show. It's pretty entertaining to watch. It's, it's weed-centric. So, yeah, we're going to get going on the Bud Buddy. It's uh, 2016 here. It's the year of Hyper Sloth and Bud Buddy. i got to make it so because uh, I'm going to be 46 next year. Or would I be 47 again? Should I be 47 again, or should I go down to 46? I say uh, go down. Yeah, go down. I always, go I, down. I default to 27. I'm always 27 years old. 27. That's why, because that's how old Jimi Hendrix was when he died, right? And Morrison, Janis Joplin. Jimi Hendrix, Morrison, uh, Sid Vicious, uh, Joplin, everybody. Damn, I kind of wish I hadn't said that now. So but I mean, Kurt Cobain, Kurt Cobain killed himself, so that's kind of you know. You think that was? I don't want to say that maybe that was planned. You know what I'm saying, though. Yeah, I, that, I don't know much about that. Uh, I've never been a. As much as I love grunge music, I was never really too much into Nirvana. I'm a blasphemer in that way. I don't mind if you listen to it. The guy obviously was pretty disturbed. I like the fact that he's not a great guitar player and uh, made a ton of money. See, you can, you don't have to like a good guitar player. Us guys like me who are hack guitar players, we got to admire that he was a great songwriter because we don't have guitar chops. Like Dude, I, I do recall, I'll say this before we sign off, I do recall reading a guitar magazine in my senior year of high school in algebra class, which I always just ignored. And it was right when Nirvana was making it big, and I was reading, and it was talking about how he only played, like, cheap-ass fucking guitars against, like, thrift stores and stuff. And that made me feel good, because I couldn't afford a, a badass guitar, and my guitar was from J.C. Penney, and I had another guitar from, like, a pawn shop. So I, I did kind of admire that about that whole movement, I guess, that it, was, it wasn't it was about 
what you played. It was about what you played on what you played, if that makes any sense. You know what? And you know what the moral to that story is, Rufus? That you actually used the reading guitar magazine you used in the conversation now, and if that if you'd have been paying attention to algebra, you never would have been able to use that ever. That's because true. It would have been That's more right. Once again, life is made better by ignoring algebra. <laughs> right, exactly. You actually <laughs> learned something by ignoring algebra, and I commend you for that. I mean, you've seen how they're, like, trying to kid, teach kids how to do math these days, right? Jesus motherfucking Christ, this whole Eureka I don't math. get it. Are you familiar with this Eureka math I bullshit? I, I don't know what they call it here, but I just know that you have to show, like, 50 steps instead yeah, of yeah, just yeah. fucking solving the problem. I, I've gotten to the point where I just tell my kids, solve the problem. If your teacher has a problem, have her call me. <laughs> so I'm going to kick her because ass. Because the shit is fucking ridiculous. It yeah, is it's like they want to make kids more papers or markers or something. I think they want to make kids more stupid and reliant upon authority figures. Uh, you're probably right. You know, here's what's crazy: is my daughter told me that her. I said, "Well, memorize because she's getting into times tables, right?" So we're doing yeah. flashcards. And my daughter's like, <clears throat> well, I'm not supposed to be doing flashcards. I'm not supposed to memorize them. <clears throat> and I'm like, you're joking, right? Because <laughs> what do you mean you're not supposed to memorize? I remember when I was a kid, they are like, memorize these. You know what I mean? Now you're like not allowed to memorize uh, multiplication tables. Okay. That's a new one. Memorization is how the fucking world works. Right, yeah. It's like, don't but remember I, that you get shocked if you touch the third rail on a fucking subway. Exactly. Uh, when I start you my don't truck up, I'm that. not... want to figure it out. I don't need to know how the fucking ignition system and transmission works when my fucking truck starts. I just need to remember to turn the key. Oh, you know what, dude? Let's On a, on a final note before we go out, I had a... An auto start, a remote start put in my car yesterday, right? Cool. I'm wanting to treat my to this remote start forever, Rufus. Forever. There was guys that uh, aren't as good as me in the pamphlet business that were having cars with remote starts. So I'm like, I got to get a fucking oh, no. remote start. Absolutely. <laughs> so I go to Best Buy to get my remote start put in. They, when, when I checked online, it was going to take an hour. When I got there, they told me four hours. So I had my mom come pick me up. Uh, I wait the four hours. They call me. Come. I go back to get it. They're closing, of course. Here's the here's what really started to get me pissed off. The, I'm there to check out, right? They've called me like three times. Are you coming? Are you coming? Are you coming? Like, yeah, but I live like a half an hour away. <clears throat> I get there, and the guy's on the phone and makes me wait like 15 fucking minutes. What? You know what I mean? All I have to really do is hand me my keys. But no, I have to sign a piece of paper or something and, and wait 15 minutes. So Jesus. I go out, right? I get in my car. I turn, I turn it on, and the check engine light is on, which was not God. on when I fucking dropped this car off, right? Of course not. So I get out of my car, and I walk to the door. This is a Best Buy, and they have, like, a special little door for where you get the shit like put together or whatever 
and I, I'm telling you, it's been like 10 seconds. And I grab the door, and it's locked, right? They have locked me out. Oh, my so, God. But in the meantime, the Best Buy store is still open, okay? Sure. So I call the Best Buy store, and I'm like, hey, you know, I just got my car fixed here, whatever. Just had this remote started put in. Uh, I'm having some issues. I'm still in your fucking parking lot, basically. And she's like, hold on. Let me see if they're still here. Okay. So she, I'm sitting right outside the door of this place. So she puts me on hold for like five minutes. It's like, I guess they're not here. And I'm like, well, I'm standing, I'm sitting outside where their cars are parked, so I'm pretty sure they're there. <laughs> right? Because I have to drive away and come back on another day to fucking deal with this. Right. Needless to say, I drove away, and now I have a fucking, uh, <laughs> I have a scheduled appointment for next Thursday. Good All because God. fucking. But here, here's the real kicker. They had to adjust my seat and my steering wheel in my car. Yeah. And now I can't get comfortable driving my car. They moved it so much that, like, I can't find the sweet spot. (laughs) Why would you trust your car to Best Buy, Zigzag? I didn't know what else to do. I thought they're, 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 they're professionals at it. They're not. They're kids barely out of high school reading a manual. We're like in their late 30s, so I think probably a high school kid would have been a better fucking candidate to know what the fuck he was doing. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Because we're skipping school enough to research on the internet. I know. Then I looked on the internet doing all the troubleshooting. You know, so I know exactly what's wrong now, but I'm going to make them fix it, damn it. Oh, also, they drained my battery, so now I need a new battery in my car. Well, I'm sure they sell those. Another, How another lucky. Shout- Bye. Thanks How for convenient. fucking me over. Yeah, we fucked up your stereo, but by the way, we have stereos right over here. You know what? Fuck up the stereo. The check engine light is on. How could the fucking check engine light be on? You know, That's messed up, dude. I know, and it, I know that the car's running fine, but here's the deal. I'm not taking it to the fucking dealership and being like, hey, can you check out my code or figure out what's going on? Because they're going to be like $400 to turn the fucking check engine light off. You know what I mean? No, take it, take it to AutoZone. They check that shit for free, dude. I shouldn't have to take it anywhere, Rufus. That's my point. Right, it shouldn't be on. Just go to Got AutoZone. Walk in there and be like, hey, my engine light's on. They're like, okay. They grab a box. They check it out. Here's the code. Here's what's wrong. We'll turn it off. No charge. (laughs) Here's the the unfortunate part is I have to go to AutoZone to buy a new battery anyways now that the people at Best Buy drained my battery and made it die, and it's two degrees here. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Yes. Agreed. Well, I got to say, it's been fucking wonderful being back on the show. Been a relief, really. It's kind of like riding a bike. Yeah, Remembered how yeah, to do it. True. It was the Are Blog Talk Radio. Didn't mess up once. You think it's not messing up because we're both on Apple computers? Maybe. Well, I've called it. I'm not using my computer at all for it. I'm calling it on my phone. But it's, a, it's an iPhone. So 
so perhaps that helps. God, dude, I would love so much to get back to the video, doing the dual video. Anything we yeah, could possibly do. We could do the video, just the audio wouldn't work. I'd still have to call on my phone, but we could at least see each other. Can we see? Can we do the video and then you call in on the phone? Yeah, we did that for a while. Yeah, why don't we go back to that? I got to see that that beautiful face of yours to do this show correctly, to really get off on it, to really sow my wild oats. I think the reason it didn't work is because you you call into Blog Talk Radio on your Skype connection, and then it wouldn't let you add my video feed to it or something. I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Damn it. We're gonna figure it out next week's show. Are we doing it next week's show for the Christmas holiday. Um, I'm never off. Are we are we gonna do it Tuesday and Friday or just Friday? Um, you know what? I'll have to check. Because I know my daughter's got like some Christmas thing coming up. I don't know if it's this Tuesday or not, but uh, I would I'd go back to Tuesday and Friday for sure, most definitely. Cool. Well, just let me know. I'll I'll, I'll for sure uh, think of Friday as, as a, a done deal. But if you can do Tuesday right. too, just let me know. Let me know. All right. All right. Been a good time. I'm gonna go to Hyper South Hall. <laughs> <laughs> Until next week, why don't we play out with a little beers food? Adios, Pocorinos. Oh, yeah, the only thing that gets me through it is a whole